Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio. I'm Gabriel Barenci. The countdown is on. We are now a little less than 48 hours away from National Football League kickoff. The raging redhead, Cam Stewart, steps up and in from the bunker following a morning of red lobster biscuits. And from uh, from what I understand, the biscuits uh, might have tasted good, uh, but uh, it's a little unsettled down there now. What's up, Cam? <laughs> Very true, Marenzi. I don't think it was the biscuits, though, because I felt good. You know what it was? I'm such an idiot. Like, you know how cheap I am, like, and so Scottish. I, I had some Shopsies hot dogs in the crisper. I'm like, you know, they're not at their expiry date, but they've been in there for a while. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to boil up some dogs, have a couple steamers, and I just ate them. I'm like, I just, oh, I just got, like, a knife in my gut, and you, you know, right where the marble is, right, right in the old golf ball hernia there. I'm like, this is not good. I'll tell you something, Marenzi. I'd like the promo. I need to make more money to get better groceries. <laughs> Those 99 cent hot dogs are killing me. Pogo sticks. I got to get off that shit. It's garbage. It's yeah. Bad. It's bad news. And I got to uh, tell you, too, your, your stomach, you know, you're like, um, it's sort of very similar to, to me. I might have like 99 things wrong. It's like Mr. Burns. Yeah. And he goes, so you're saying I'm invincible. And they go, oh, God, no. They're like, you know, like, I don't know if there's a clip. They show, like, all the diseases that he had. Oh, yeah, Try, trying to get through then, the door. Yeah, he goes, they can't all get, there's too many of them, they can't all get through. And he's like, so what you're saying of is invincible. <laughs> he goes, oh, no, dear God, a, a, even a stiff wind could kill you right now. But <laughs> he goes, it's working for you. That's sort of like your stomach. Like, your stomach is sort of like a, um, it's like the Hoover Dam in Nevada, in Vegas. Yeah. Or like the Hudson. It's a big body you know what I mean? There's some sludge in there, but the the filtration system's pretty good. And you know, you've been you've been filtering things out. And it's been handling. But once again, it sort of reminds me of the Simpsons cam, where like when Homer's taking those cannonballs to the stomach, and That's there's exa- like there's, yeah, yeah, there's stuff in there, and it's like you know, you know, you know he knows everyone else is taking another cannonball. You know, he knows it's like man, yeah. something's not right down there right now. Yeah, yeah. When he hits it, it jiggles and starts rippling. Yeah, that's what it feels like. You're right. Like I'm concerned. Like, like I, I spoke I, to Cam briefly, like right before we came on, just like 30 seconds, and all I heard is him go, oh, "I'm not doing too well, bro. Because I got a lot of problems down there." <laughs> but but I'm thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, we can't blame Red Lobster and the biscuits, can we? No, no, it's the years of wear great. and tear. It's years yeah, of yeah. wear and tear. Hot dogs were a bad move, but it, it is. It's years of wear and tear, eating contests, and that's the thing. Like these guys, are, you know, like uh, Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut and those guys. Like, yeah, they go in contests, they make money. 
what was I doing? Going to, what, challenge, what, a couple guys at bars? It's just stupid. Like, all the times I've gone in, like, hot wing contests or pizza eating at the CFL when I was in Calgary, it's just years and years and years, Marenzi. After a while, when you get older, you're, you're, you know what happens. You don't know what happens. You're, oh, one day, oh, it's killing me. My knee hurts. It's, it, ha- it doesn't happen when you're young. It happens when you're getting older. Now all my stuff is piling no up big time, like a, like a dump. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's a problem. I'm going to have a salad tonight and see how it goes. It's probably going to be worse for it. It's, no, you're not. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nick Papa Giorgio just sent us I, the I, episode I yeah. with Mr. I, Burns I and the doctor. That's our poll question, actually. Will Cam have a salad tonight? I don't believe you will. I think you're just saying that to make yourself feel better. But I said the same thing to myself. Like I told you while we were in Owls. I said, look at a salad bar. I said, you get whatever you want. Yeah. I look at that salad bar every day, man. I haven't gotten it once in six months. And I sort of got like every day I'm like, man, I should just get a salad instead of this grilled cheese and fries. <laughs> I never make, get the salad. Like not once. You, like I've You don't I make I friends with said, salad, you know, Marenzi. I'm gonna get, Another get this salad. episode. You don't make friends with salad. Grilled cheese and fries taste better. I know. It's like it's those things. I know it's bad for me and I keep on doing it. Like it's just it's idiotic actually, but whatever. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> I'm like, I could get the salad, but I'd prefer this grilled cheese and fries. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I saw the salad there. They they had nice selections too. It's not like just you gotta get like bad stuff. You can mix it up with a little cheese on there and you know, but that's the problem. With our salad, we just get the, all, all the stuff, like corn and cheese, and that's not really greens. You get my drift? you got to really get into the, the leafy spinaches and, and such. All right, uh, Yang, check the um, – check uh, – I sent you a link here. We'll play uh, – get get this audio here that uh, I just sent you. Uh, say, you know, we're trying to be more communicative in the Gmail chat here. But you and we'll Yang? We'll, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see if this works. We're off to a good start, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Yep. Here's Mr. Burns. Well, Doc, I think I did pretty well in my tests. You may shake my hand if you like. Well, under the circumstances, I'd rather not. Eh? Mr. Burns, I'm afraid you are the sickest man in the United States. <laughs> you have everything. You mean I have pneumonia? Yes. Juvenile diabetes? Yes. Hysterical pregnancy? A, a little bit, yes. You also have several diseases that have just been discovered in you. I see. You're sure you just haven't made thousands of mistakes? Uh, no. No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> this sounds like bad news. Well, you'd think so, but all of your diseases are in perfect balance. If you have a moment, I can explain. Well, here's the door to your body, you see? And these are oversized novelty germs. Uh, that's influenza, that's bronchitis, and this cute little cuddlebug is pancreatic cancer. <laughs> here's what happens when they all try to get through the door at once. Move it, shout ahead. We call it Three Stooges Syndrome. So what you're saying is, I'm indestructible. Oh, no, no. In, in <laughs> fact, even a slight breeze could... Indestructible. There you go. Yeah, a real classic. Yeah, I, I love that episode. Yeah, yeah I'm indestructible, but I'm not indestructible, Gabe. That's the, that's the problem. I'm not Mr. Burns. I'm in big no, trouble. No, no, no. No, you're not a cartoon character. No, yeah, good point. Everybody thinks they're indestructible until they're not. Uh, that, that's, that's, that, that, that's the thing. But, um, yeah, you know what? So you'll have to lay off the hot dogs. And uh, we'll, we're going to ask people on Twitter, will Cam eat a salad tonight? And I think even with the fact that there's a poll question, 
I think it'd be it'd be fair if we said, "Will you eat a salad in the next four days?" Yeah, that's better. Uh, tonight, uh, yeah, I, I think that's fair too. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna chop up some tomatoes and cucumbers, and like I do, that's like that's kind of what I do. I don't do like a real side. I just chop up vegetables and I throw a little like olive oil on there and stuff with feta cheese. It's kind of that's what the doctor told me. He said more more olive oil and stuff. It's good uh, omega threes. But you're right, yeah, Ryan, I'm not sure that feta cheese. Like I think you're getting it wrong. Like yeah, yeah listen, I get it, a little, little feta cheese. But if you're gonna have a salad, you're just gonna like crush it and stuff it's not really a salad anymore right like you're gonna you know cam cam's gonna put like a bunch of ribs on top of a piece of lettuce (laughs) (laughs) those biscuits were pretty good though marenzi i I gotta hand it to myself the uh they look pretty good and they they worked out perfectly even joe that's the thing like he's like oh god these are delicious like the thing is that mix, it's perfect. Like, I don't know what I did. Like, they tasted, actually, the ones I did better than the ones in the Red Lobster because I added more, uh, I guess, more bar- butter spread to it. Uh, that probably didn't help me either. The butter and garlic spread in the morning oh, yeah, probably not, yeah, a, yeah. not a good idea with the hot dogs. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I think you solved the case. It doesn't take Matlock to figure this one out. <laughs> it's time for a colon cleanse. <laughs> How are you doing? My yeah, morning show was fun today. I just, that, was, that, was a lot, that was a lot of fun. I love how Corey grabs the mic, and he always stands up with it. That's his thing. He loves it. That's yeah. a great thing about those mics. Like he's just walking around with it. Like it's perfect. Yeah. A lot of standing, a lot of shouting. Good times. Yeah. This this week's been pretty hostile on that show, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> like even me, even me after the show, sometime I'm like, damn man, like that was that was, that was pretty rough. Like you gotta have thick skin. <laughs> you gotta have thick skin here. <laughs> True. Our boy, the Prez, like, came after Corey Hart yesterday. There's been residual effects. And uh, Corey's been coming at me all week. So uh, we've, been, we've been throwing it down. And, um, and, and basically, me and Michelle are, like, the smart ones on the show now. Like, she surpassed Corey as, like, the hot take of the show. Because uh, Corey's takes are cold. <laughs> <laughs> Freezer burn. Yeah. Cold takes. Cold takes. <laughs> Corey's cold takes. I like that. No, but, you know, like, when it's like radio and TV arguing, but it's just on the verge of getting real. Like, it's like we're, we're yeah, riding, yeah, yeah. That, we're riding that edge all week. Like, he actually walked out for a few minutes yesterday. <laughs> really? He just, like, he just left. He just walked out. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's so good. No, no, you're right, boy, though. Like a few, our boy a few, Bones is on, on the edge. He's about to have a heart attack. <laughs> like, yeah. But, hey, the shows have been great. Like, from an entertainment standpoint, from a listener, it's been great. Like, you know, it's, listen, it's all in good fun, like I said. But it went, it went back to last week. Like, Corey uh, got into it with Bob from Vermont. And yeah, you know, I heard Bob about Vermont's that. a great guy. And He's a very nice just, man. It's sort of, like, dialed up from there. And it's just, it's... The new year's been nothing but hostility. There's there's no peace and love on the morning after. <laughs> the morning after. So you you stopped the fight for the name. You just said you're just gonna play with it. I say you gave up that battle, right? I thought you wanted to call it something, but you're just like, yeah, that's just the way it's gonna be. You gotta pick your spots, right? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, I've, I've got other hills I'll die on. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. How things go with the utility? You, you turn I went to those today. Oh, how did it go? Not how'd good. Go? No. Not good. They nearly had to get security. Like it was one of those type of really respect out of wow. utility. Yeah, yeah. Like they, well, whatever, man. Buddy wasn't too. Um, he wasn't too sympathetic to my. Nah, it was just a pain in the ass, and I didn't resolve anything either. Like I stormed out, but, but I, I went back in after, and uh, I was like, "So what's the deal here?" And yeah, it never ends, man. It never ends. Like I proved to the guy that I wasn't here in the past months. I don't owe these this money. Now they didn't tell me this on the phone, so they wanted like uh, a proof that I I wasn't here before. So I got them a lease. They wanted a, a bill proving that I am here. I got them a bill. Yeah. Got a cable bill. Wanted two pieces of ID. I got them two pieces of ID. Uh-huh. It's like, what the hell do you guys want from me? You know what I mean? Like, I had to come all the way out here to Union City. I did exactly what you asked me to do on the phone. I did exactly what you did want me to do. I get there, and uh, not enough. But he's like, oh, no, no, you have everything except now you need uh, proof of where you lived before. Yeah. Like, yeah, how the hell am I supposed to get that now, Ken? That's like, a, I don't even that, know. Don't, I, I got to be honest with you. Like, so this I told is, the guy, I said, yeah, no, I said it's irrelevant. I said it's irrelevant where I lived before. I said I proved to you I wasn't in this place before September 15th. Yeah. So how could it be my charges, you jerk? Exactly. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but basically, he's like, no, no, you don't owe the money. But and so we go back and forth. So finally, I just walked out. And the guy here at the condo said he's not going to let him in anyway. So Nice, nice. You got them on your side. Perfect. Yeah, That's he goes, nah, I just won't approve them. Like, I want to let, let them in. So, whatever, man. I got into it with the guy. It was back and forth, and it wasn't going anywhere. So, I don't, I don't know. I got to find some way to scan something now. It never ends, bro. Yeah, I, this I company. This is the first company that like I've really dealt with that I've hated here. Like I haven't, whatever. Like, like Cablevision and Optimum, whatever. Dolan's company there. They're they're all right. They're just another cable company. You know what I mean? Yep. But um, these people are just over-the-top Just dicks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I spoke to a chick on the phone for like an hour the other day. He's like, we have no record of you talking to us. I said, well, what do you think? I just made this up. Yeah, they tape calls. I just, brought, I just this is, these are the documents I thought I needed. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, they, they're just dickheads, man. Like, it just went back and forth. They really are just dickheads. Like, it felt like I was, like, being in a DMV or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, there was no line, at least. I got in and out of there in, like, 10 minutes, but it was a pain in the ass getting out there. But uh, I got to go back now somehow. Whatever. I did my – I don't know. I can't go there every day. You know what I mean? No. So no, to, you could do, do the damn morning show. You know, you can't go there every day. Yeah, all right, so crazy. I'm trying to figure out – I'm trying to figure out how to um, – trying to figure out how to pull this off now again. It just, yeah, it's a pain in the yeah. ass, though, dude. I, I, I had words with my mailman, and, like, you know what I mean? And I, you know me, Gabe, I'm not a very aggressive person. Like, it took a lot, but I've been noticing that the guy's been taking days off and then doing two and three days of mail, and I told him, I go, I can't, that's not going to fly. Like, I wait on checks, bud. Like, this is none of this. Just because you can do that, like, I'm not going to complain to your superior, but come on. Like, they got these guys got a real good thing going on there. And, you know, my buddy Visine Vince is a mail carrier in my building. They got some of these guys got easy routes, right? They just, it's luck of the draw stuff. So he gets all these condos. The guy takes days off, and then he does. Like, I thought that was illegal to do that, but he, some days he just does not come and deliver the mail. Takes a couple days off, and then he does. Boom! Are you sure? Are you sure? You're guaranteed. Guaranteed. You know, you yeah. just don't see him for a couple of days. Correct. I figured it out. I talked to people. It's fact.
The guy doesn't deliver every day. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, he's, a, he's a blank effort. You know what I mean? Uh, dog. Yeah. Anyway. These are game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. Life problems can be a bitch. They sure can. Uh, we got Whale Capper coming up? All I wanted was a Pepsi. I got one of those. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, the answers are coming in on our poll question. I like I like my random poll questions of the day. Will Cam Stewart eat a salad today? Cam said, "I'm going to eat a salad tonight." I said, "No, you're not." And uh, yeah, you, you called my bluff. I called your bluff, and then I like how I told Cam, "Let's make it if you'll eat a salad in the next four days." And you're like, "Well, yeah, that's more know. fair." <laughs> <laughs> Gives me a then chance. I, then I suggested that Cam. He's going to cheat. He's going to eat a salad, but not really. He's going to put, like, a rack of lamb on top or, like, you know, like you're going to put, like, barbecue ribs and sauce on top. Sounds good. Uh, all right. And now that the answers are coming in here, Drusilla says, does taco salad count as a salad? And taco salad is pretty cool. Like, the bowl is made of, like, the taco shell. Yeah, yeah. The tortilla. Taco bowl. Beautiful. Stu says it'll it. be one of those 3,500-calorie chicken Caesar salads. Good call, Stooch. You you know me. Big Mur says, no doubt. He's just going to eat a taco salad with extra beef, extra cheese, and extra sour cream. Sounding pretty good. I wouldn't mind a taco salad. I know. Yeah, me too. You got me thinking about salads all of a sudden. Perfect. <laughs> Let's bring in Whale Capper now, who I bet you has eaten a salad within the last four days. Oh, guaranteed. That's, that's, that's a lock. That's a lock. Yeah, Whale Capper, <laughs> California guy. Monitors earthquakes. Yeah, you know, his it name's Will Capper. Healthy. I, there, there's definitely like some kale in that fridge, man. What's going on, Will Capper? Oh man, you guys got me uh, ready for ready for a taco salad. It sounds good. I know it's amazing. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Delicious. Damn good. I am. I'm. Can a, I'm a fiend for. I'm a fiend for Mexican food. So I, I'm almost certainly going to get a taco salad now. You got it in my head. Yeah, I, me too. I got, I got taco salad. But taco salad is not really a salad, right? It's just sort of a taco in a bowl. It's got yeah, lettuce on top. <laughs> it's an inside Shredded. burrito. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not Johnny Health. I've tried to get better a little bit over the years. And my better is like other people's still horrificness. But, you know, I have a smoothie. I try to get eat some fruit a day. But uh, overall, I'm pretty bad. But have you eaten a salad, Will Capper, in the last four days? Yeah, I've eaten a salad uh, each of the last four days, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. See, I'm, yeah, uh, see one salad yeah, a day, yeah. huh? Yeah. See, I'm one yeah. of those guys, yeah. like, I went to the diner, the Malibu Diner in Jersey the other night, and uh, Buddy asked me, like, you know, with the, with the meal, you get super salad. And without even hesitating, I was like, what a dumb question. I was like, soup. soup. Yeah, no, I, always, exactly. I always get the soup, man. Exactly. Soup rocks. 
Then I realized after, I was like, man, maybe I should have got the salad. Got the salad. I kept on thinking about it. But... I do that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little life, uh, little life hack. Uh, if you have an office job and uh, you want something that's relatively good for lunch, but you don't want to go out for it every day, um, I just go to the Trader Joe's and uh, pick up the pre-made salads they have there. They're all good. They're all satisfying. Uh, it feels healthy. Um, and uh, you get four for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, and then Friday, treat yourself to a little lunch out. See, well, Camper, no, see, that's I, what I, I, that's what I go I'm the other way. That's what <laughs> I go <laughs> to. I, I go to, I go to the can. store, and I get a Jamaican patty and go, wow, it's a buck. And I put it in the microwave and go, ooh, my stomach hurts. That's what we yeah, do. See, I was right thinking we, it's more like we eat the sort of the good stuff, and then one day a week you sort of say, all right, I'll, yeah. I'll have a salad oh, yeah, just okay. to bounce that it out. Do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't even do that. <laughs> no, like there's, there's a place right near our studio that uh, they make custom salads. Except they also make, like, good greasy stuff, too. So it's, like, sort of two sides. And I'm noticing, so the people in the salad line do look healthier. They do. <laughs> in the back in the back side. But, uh, <laughs> but nevertheless, you don't make friends with salad, people. You make friends by giving them football winners. So uh, we're down. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's a pro segue right there. I wish a football betting was as easy as guessing if Whale Capper had a salad, Gabe. We'd be rich. Oh, I knew he had a salad. <laughs> of course he did. I, I wish I was bet on that. I wish me too. 500 bucks. Instead of the Panthers, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you live in California, man. It's, it's bathing suit weather 24. It's bathing suit weather 365. They kicked so me out of the state. Yeah. Whale Capper? Yeah. They wouldn't even want me around. <laughs> this guy's just gross. He's a garburator, man. Beat it. <laughs> we, 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 we're, we're friendly folks. Um, well, hey, what one of the games is in Los Angeles on uh, on oh, yeah. Saturday night? Um, but the first one up, Indianapolis and Kansas City. Last week we talked about uh, about the quarterbacks, uh, rookie quarterbacks, zero and seven in their last seven starts, two and seven overall. But the two wins were against other rookie quarterbacks. So the last the last seven times that a rookie quarterback started in the playoffs, they lost the game. Now we're into uh, the second round of the playoffs. And here we we can, we don't you know Mahomes isn't a rookie, yet it's his first playoff start, and the numbers are pretty much every bit as daunting, guys. Quarterbacks making their first playoff start against a quarterback that has played in the playoffs before, three and twelve. Ooh. Now the last fifteen. Now we can get into, you know, and we've been doing this a lot. Me and uh, the guy in the morning here, uh, Corey, uh, uh, well capper, he's one of these guys that. Listen, he's not like a degenerate gambler. He bets, right? You know, he bets, but so he's not into like every sort of you know aspect of this. And he's like, these trends don't mean anything. And you know that this doesn't mean anything, and that doesn't mean anything. And I get it. A lot of people like that. A lot of people are like, man, oh, you know, it doesn't matter what happened six years ago, and it's irrelevant. And well, I'll get your guys' thoughts on one of the trends actually that he was saying it doesn't matter. And I told him it's more the spot than the actual teams, but. I don't think it's a trend when you talk about inexperienced quarterbacks in the playoffs. I mean, Will Capper, is it a trend that no, rookie no, quarterbacks no. are now 0-8 in their first playoff start? Is it a trend no. that no. Uh, guys with less experience, um, you know, Look against in Lamar the second Jackson round game. are 3-12? and 12? The fumbles, that's yeah, the exactly. of the game. No. The guy was nervous as there's hell. Some, it was, there's something it was to it. Yes, so it I'm just saying, there's no. it's not automatic, man, Mahomes is going to play and throw for 400 yards this week. There could be, like, some nervousness and a few mistakes late in the game. Oh, without a doubt. It's, it's, uh, it's not a trend. 
it's okay. There, there's a, there is a trend going around that I do think is meaningless, and that's that underdogs are on this hurt, like this hellacious run of 15 and one against the spread, which is kind of crazy. I think that's more noise and not really predictive. Uh, but the but the inexperienced quarterback is 100 percent a thing. Uh, there's no doubt when the you know the quarterback as a position it requires so much. Um, careful thought as you go through your progressions, as you make your reads, as you, you know, and, and it requires confidence. Uh, and the minute you start to doubt yourself, the minute you start to overthink things, it all goes sideways. I, there were examples in our lifetime of, of just quarterbacks who had their very first playoff experience and they had outstanding teams. Uh, great yep, example yep. would have been Ben Roethlisberger, 15-1, Pittsburgh Steelers back in the day. Uh, and um, they were, you know, they had a bye. Uh, they had, they got to play a Jets team uh, that came off of a lucky win against the Chargers that was not anything special. Uh, and uh, I want to say that. Yeah, and they didn't Steelers even make it to the conference championship. Nope. Yeah, the Jets no. won. Well, actually, did, uh, that, actually, I, I want to say Roethlisberger's rookie year. I think they did, but it was lucky as hell. Like, it went to overtime. Roethlisberger threw three picks. It, you know, it was a lucky kick in overtime that got them to the conference chain. And then they got shredded by uh, the Patriots uh, it, at home. Uh, and then uh, Philip Rivers, same story. Like, yeah. yeah, he had that 14-2 and Chargers team, his first ever playoff game. Uh, Patriots come to town. Uh, and uh, you got LaDainian Tomlinson. You got a much better squad top to bottom. Uh, and they managed to lose that game outright. It was, it was incredible. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot to be said about – um, you know, the mental aspects of being a quarterback in the NFL. And when you haven't ever been in this situation before, it's damn tough. Uh, I thought Watson last week would have had a little bit better game because he had been in, like, the national spotlight, having won a national title against Bama. Like, yeah, I, felt yeah, like, yeah. I felt like he had he Me too. It was different. There, yeah. You know? But it, it didn't matter. You know, he's still – Yeah, but it wasn't all on things. him. Was still there was some early – yeah, no, I agree. He was. He was. He was. There were some, er, there was some yeah. drop passes. Yeah. There were some bombs yeah, that could have been hit that would have changed the flow. But I get it. Yep. And the On thing top is, three of that, uh, O'Brien was a horrible, was horrible yeah, coach. Yeah, he, he was O'Brien. He is. He, he was O'Brien. Always O'Brien. Yeah. Um, three and 12, as I mentioned, and I don't know what a third off the top of my head. So many things I read through the week. Um, that, But there was, so it was three and 12. That I can confirm. And one of the wins, so a quarterback making his first playoff start, uh, but not a rookie, three and twelve. That's the stat. And one of the wins was last year in Marcus Mariota, guys. Travis Kelsey no, got hurt in that oh game. My gosh. He caught yeah, a touchdown off his own off hand. Of, you know, like yeah, that was a lucky. Yeah, that was like the definition <laughs> so of lucky. falling ass backwards into a win. Another one was Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick was next level stuff with Jim Harbaugh then. So it goes to show, like it's few and far between, like that. That yeah, right. quarterbacks and. And, and you and compound this with Andy Reid now. Yeah. yeah, right. And now you got Andy Reid, who hasn't great. had a ton of postseason success either, right? There's a lot working against the Chiefs. There is a lot. There really is. Uh, and their defense is not going to elevate them. That Colin Kaepernick team mentioned, uh, that was one of, like, the most outstanding top-to-bottom rosters that we've had in the last 20 years in the NFL. That defense was absolutely stacked. Uh, he, you know, and, and I, I, you know, you if the Chiefs are going to win this game, if the Chiefs are going to cover the spread, it, it all falls on the home. He has to be absolutely superlative. The Colts are no nonsense team. They have they have uh, really really coached up their young players. Uh, they are playing with exceptional confidence. Andrew Luck 
uh, right now is slinging it extremely smoothly. He is finding the open guy on the right side of the sticks every time he's a, you know got a third and medium. It is impressive as hell to watch. Frank Reich is doing a phenomenal job of sequencing his play calls uh, and coming up with exactly the right plays to get guys open to keep you know keep his drives uh, continuing. Um, and you know, it, I, it's this is a, the toughest handicap of the week because you are looking at an Andy Reid team that's had an extra week to prepare against the Colts team that's on their third straight road game, and it's you almost have to kind of pick the narrative and the angle that you think is going to be the most impactful here. Uh, and I'm with you guys. I think it's going to come down to the experience of the quarterbacks and the fact that Mahomes is kind of doing this on his own. Like he has tons of weapon throws, too, sure. Um, but he's going to have to go score for score with this Colts team because his defense is not going to shut these guys down. There's just no and way. And Will Capper, they talk about Travis Kelsey. Look at the tight end position from the Colts, what Ebron's done. He's done more in a couple games with the Colts than he did his whole life, his whole body work with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable, honestly, from a fantasy and reality perspective. That Kansas City defense, he's going to be a load. With T.Y. Hilton and Mack with that offensive line and stuff, there's a lot of things according to the table. It's not just one thing Kansas City can focus on. They can beat you in so many ways now. Yeah, right, and it looks like Eric Berry's not going to go for these, so they're going to be even more limited. The one positive thing I can say about the Col- the Chiefs defense is that they rush the passer well in situational spots where it's an obvious passing down. But guess what? They match up against the, probably the best offensive line that's still alive in the NFL right now. Uh, and, uh, you know, a young, healthy offensive line too. Kelly and Nelson and uh, Stanza, these guys are playing their asses off. They are fresh, uh, even though, you know, again, this is their third straight road game. So, of course, you know, the bigger bodies, the you know, the guys in the trenches might feel the effects of, of uh, fatigue a little bit more than, uh, you know, maybe some of the other players. And you do have a uh, arrested pass rush for the Chiefs, but, but uh, it should be strength versus strength there, and should they should be able to neutralize it and give Andrew Luck clean pockets. And, uh, yeah, the emergence of Ebron is really something. Um, but you look back through Andrew Luck's career, he elevated uh, Kobe Fleener. He elevated yeah. Dwayne Allen. You know, like he has made yep. guys who are kind of replacement level players look damn decent. And I think Ebron is, you know, he's a little better than replacement level player. He's gotten over some of his drop issues. Uh, and he is an absolutely effective target in the passing game for this team. Uh, and a nightmare matchup for the, for the Chiefs. Yeah, it's hard to believe if you would ask, if you would say, all right, which one of the remaining teams right now is the only team left in the playoffs that's ranked top 10 in offense and defense? The Colts probably wouldn't be the answer, right? Be like, well, I don't know, the Saints, the, you know what I mean, or the Patriots, you know what I mean? Like, you look at the Colts are the only team in the playoffs that are ranked top 10 offense and defense. And I'll pat myself on the back on this one. I I noticed Chris Ballard right away, man. The guy's first draft. There was no more, it was all steak. It was no sizzle. You know, he took that, <laughs> that big lineman from Ohio, Malik Hooker. It was defense, defense, lineman, defense, big guys, defensive tackles. You know what I mean? It was no more, yeah, we're taking Philip Dorsett. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, why are we doing that? We already have that. No, no, we're taking a wide receiver. Uh, they were they were soft. I mean, the last time the Colts were this far in the playoffs was the gate against the New England Patriots, and they made it to the AFC Conference Championship game. And what happened in that game? It's remembered for Deflategate, but I'll tell you what happened in that game. Garrett Blunt rushed for, like, 238 yards. Remember, like, yeah. it, they, the, the pass ran, ran like, 54 times. It was like yeah. Army game. They, they were it. like, you know what? Yep. They can't stop it. Just keep doing it. They can't stop it. 
And the Colts were sort of like this finesse team, undersized on defense. They're not now. This Leonard kid, man, is fierce. All right? I don't know how the hell you make the Pro Bowl. But you know, this kid is over-the-top good that no one talks about. They're flying around on defense. I look at it like an arena football league game a little bit, too, just that, all right, both your offenses are real good, but I still almost trust, even though you're sexier, I trust the Colts offense more. I trust Luck more here. And, and then conversely, on defense, who's going to come up with a few stops? You know what I mean? Who's going to come up just with a few stops? I think the Chiefs can come up with, with a few stops, but not as many as the Colts. I think the Colts are, the, the physicality of the Colts, I think will be the difference here in this football game. It's tough. I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, going in, going in there and winning. But, you know, Kansas City Chiefs guys haven't won a whole playoff game since Joe Montana was the quarterback. Uh, Andy Reid has always been lethal coming out of a bye in the regular season, 17-3 and three or something like that, 18-2. and two. Just 1-2 and two in, in, his, in, in his playoff career when he's had uh, rest. He's only 1-2 he's only and two in these spots. So, you know, I'm going with the points in this game. I'm going with the points. But I'll tell you, Will Capper and Cam, I'm starting to get a little bit cold feet about the total. That's Just what I'm talking little. about, Gabe. Just I think Gamble little. is on to something. I think, like, I what think if the Colts shut him down a little yes, bit? Run that's the what ball I'm thinking. Play ball possession, that's Will Capper. What's, what's your take on the total at 57? Yeah. 57. Yeah, I was in early on this total on the over, um, and I'm seeing you know the weather. The weather I think is influencing a little bit of the money that's pushing it down of late, um, and I. But I'm not. I'm not getting cold feet on this one. Uh, I think this is going to be back and forth, score for score. I don't know. I mean, if you think if you are concerned at all about the uh, Chiefs no showing, then there's always the option of looking for a Colts team total over. It's going to be in like a 26 range. Um, and the Colts should, you know, they should have hit 26 last week easily, uh, and that was against a better defense. Uh, so, if, you know, if you are feeling Coltsy, if you're feeling uh, like the Chiefs Coltsy. may let you down in Coltsy. the full game over, uh, then Colts team total over makes a ton of sense to me too. So, um, But, you know, I mean, just overall for the game, like if this was a little bit more neutral in terms of rest and in terms of um, travel, like if the Colts hadn't been on the road for three straight weeks at this point, they're the easy, obvious take on the money line in this spot. Uh, it's just you have to ask yourself how much that's going to matter on this deck. Well, I've been saying it all weekend. I've also been saying all week that one seeds uh, won the Super Bowl five years in a row. But, but I think it's upset City in the AFC this weekend and favorites roll in the mm. NFC. Both money lines, Chargers, Colts. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. All right, uh... 
fired off a, uh, a tweet cam. It'll get you going a little bit later, but we'll save this uh, for the next uh, the next hour. Uh, but uh, oh, oh, legal, nice, uh, legal, nice preview. legal marijuana, legal marijuana in Canada, not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Struggling. Well, unfortunately, uh, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, surrendered uh, everybody's um, everybody's rights as far as like any sort of privacy. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, they just passed a law in Canada that they can now come into your home and give you a breathalyzer. They can now come into your home and give you a breathalyzer because you could have been stoned or drunk for two hours. So like if, you know what I mean? They see you, you know what I mean? You drove yeah, in yeah, your yeah, car, yeah. you're sitting on your couch. All right, I got home. Couch, yeah. You're on a yeah, couch eating a hot dog up. like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like you're going to be on your couch, throwing into some THC sampler that doesn't even work. That doesn't I don't trust work. That it's going to go to the Supreme Court. No shit. So, yeah, good job. Like, I, I don't understand this. Like, I don't Police know. Man. State, buddy. It's, oh, no, it's beyond. Like, uh, wow. What happened I'm to personal in New rights? York right now. And oh, when seriously. I'm not, you know what I mean? I think I'll just hop on over to Colombia where people are free. Um, let's, <laughs> I got to go to Central American dictator countries. <laughs> let's bring back Wellcapper right now. All right, let's get down to business so we can get into these games. Um, Saturday night, Wellcapper, to me, that's the toughest cap. All right, I like the Colts. I'm leaning with the over. I do like the Colts plus the points. This Saturday night game is the toughest one for me where I think the number is bang on. Like, I come back, and I don't, you know what I mean? I do we, I do more numbers than people think, right? Like, I'm looking at algorithms. I got, you know, I'm on the fantasy here in Daily Roto. So I, I sort of do everything from, you know, the old school trends to the algorithms to what's the computer saying to what's my eyeball. So I've got a lot of different ways of approaching this. And I got to tell you, Whale Capper, I come back to what the odds makers come back to. I'm looking at a 28-21 football game. I think the Rams win by seven, and it goes right around 48-49. Like, I, I, the odds makers got this one right. And I think it's going to play to the number. But, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> I think the Rams, the Rams can win by 10 or 13 points. You know what I mean? It's yep. a battle. They yep. don't blow them out. It's 24-17 it's early in the fourth quarter. Rams score a touchdown. Oh, 31-17, that come, can't come back and score two touchdowns. Maybe you, you get the, the backdoor right push. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you get the backdoor push at seven. You know what I'm saying? Rams by 10 to 13, Well, Capper. Yep, you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, uh, if the Rams can go up by two scores at any point in the fourth quarter of this game, put it away. Uh, Dak Cowboys got a company up. They're not coming back. Uh, you let you let uh, you know the, the you let uh, Aaron Donald uh, loose a little bit, uh, you know, kind of create chaos uh, in the uh, passing game for the Cowboys. And Dak Prescott does not have the precision passing down at all right now in this point of his career. Uh, he, you know, if he's forced to throw on all four downs to try to get them a touchdown to get them back in the game, it's not happening. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I'm, I agree with you. I think it was it was a well lined game. I think on the open, I think the total was a little low. Um, I see this game looking pretty similar to Seahawks Rams. Uh, to me, Seahawks and the Cowboys very very similar teams in terms of how they approach, uh, you know, how, how they approach a game script, how they want to attack you. 
their strengths and weaknesses on the offense and defense. Uh, and we saw two games already this season where the Seahawks gave the Rams all they could handle. Uh, and, you know, they scored points. Um, the difference being Russell Wilson is a little bit more frisky, late in games, making the, you know, the clutch throws. Uh, and I could see a situation here where we're at, you know, uh, what, would, what would be this, the game score? It would be kind of like you laid out there. It would be like 20. Yeah, like uh, like let's say it's it's uh, 24-20 uh, or 24-21 even, right? And the uh, um, the Rams score, go ahead. You know, the, the touchdown that puts them up double digits, I think the game ends at that score. I think you're talking about 31-23 kind of game, 8-point, 10-point win, somewhere in that range. Uh, and um, – yeah, I would I would look for an over here, if nothing else. Um, but uh, it's going to be an interesting interesting look here. I think people are looking past the Rams a little bit because we are not expecting them to do much next week in New Orleans. So people have kind of written them off for the season. Um, but uh, Jared Goff and McVay have a little bit of playoff experience under them. Granted, it wasn't a good memories. You know, the game where they hosted the Falcons last year was pretty pathetic. Uh, they they brutally no showed in that one. Um, and, you know, the crowd's not necessarily going to be with them in L.A. Uh, Saturday night in Los Angeles, I can't imagine a ton of people who aren't super cowboy fans are going to be uh, packing the stadium in the Coliseum. Um, on top of the fact that there's a pretty good cowboy contingent in Los Angeles, they have their training camp in Oxnard. There's going to be a lot of people uh, who have kind of adopted the Cowboys as their home team who are going to be in the stadium. Uh, it might be like a 50-50 split probably in the crowd. So I don't think you're going to get a huge home field advantage really for the Rams, but it shouldn't really matter because the Rams passing attack matches up really well against the Cowboys defense. I think they're going to move the ball pretty comfortably through the air. I don't expect you see, I mean, you know, if the, if the Seahawks came out last week and had a pass first approach from the whistle, I think they win that yeah. game pretty comfortably against yeah. the Cowboys. Um, and I would expect the Rams do exactly that. And I think they're going to put pressure on them all game. I would like the Rams first half. I like the Rams first half team total over. I like the Rams team total over. I like the Ooh. over in this game. Uh, and, uh, I think, wow. I think there's a lot of ways to, he loves LA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, loves LA. He loves it. Point. Fair point. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. You buy There's not a lot of flags, really. Yeah. I was thinking about, weren't we thinking about the under in this game, Gabe? We were talking about like 49 and a half, like a little defensive struggle. Will Capper, like a good uh, lawyer and politician, he's, he's got me thinking. Well, but the Rams, no, I was right around the number, Cam. Like I said, 20, 31, 31, 21, 34, 21, you know what I mean? 34, 17. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think it's going to be right so basically. Basically, yeah. you think this game middles from all sides. Rams win the game. Cowboys <laughs> won't lose probably by 14. It'll go over 42 and a half and under 56 and a half. The Iron Cross keys are special. <laughs> yeah. It feels that way. That's funny. Yeah, I can, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, the one thing that does give me a little bit of uh, uncomfortable and a little bit of unease on the, uh, on the full game over is the likelihood that the Cowboys get a little bit uh, shook here. Um, you could, if they end up with 17 points, I'm not going to feel great about my over ticket. That's for damn sure. I'm going to balance my liability a little bit between Rams team total over and the full game over. Cause I think, uh, I think they go together and I think they, you know, you could, you could go one and one on those two. If the Cowboys truly do get, uh, um, you know, if they truly do no show, but the Rams defense doesn't scare me a ton. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I would expect the Rams' defense to show up when it counts, kind of late in the game. But I wouldn't expect them to keep the Cowboys off the score sheet through the first three quarters. Whale Capper uh, with us. You can find him on Twitter, Whale underscore Capper. You can also uh, get his podcasts 
over on uh, Audio Boom under Whale uh, Capper as well. So this next game, uh, the other L.A. team, uh, the Chargers go into Foxborough. It's hard to overlook the fact that uh, Tom Brady is 7-0 and straight up in his career against Phillip Rivers. Yet I get the feeling it's a different Charger team. And I get the feeling this is, I know it's a different Patriot team as well, but, you know, the it's like a horror movie, man. Freddy Krueger ain't dead till he's dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you think Jason's dead because he's in the water, but he'll pop up. Uh, and he, like, he's lingering. Cut him in. I hate to be say this, but you need to be like, uh, you know, like the king of Saudi Arabia. You're going to bring the, the bone saw. <laughs> so, Take him apart. It's a little, a little harsh. All right, a little too soon, I guess, right? So <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was fair. I still can't Fair believe enough, they got yeah. away with that. Like, but. It's unbelievable, I saw, actually. I, I saw a it's video right yesterday. They have a video. Like, they're rolling the guy out in bins after. It's like, no, 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 no. He left on his own. It's like, I don't know, dude. Like, we have video. <laughs> he went in. He never came out. Came out. Then we see you guys with hockey bags and stuff. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, you're bringing in bone saws cut coming in, like chainsaws. Like, uh, anyways, it's just, it's like, what world are we living in, man? Like, yeah, anyways, it was crazy. Great question. I know, like, really. It is. People are like, you can't get away with that. It's like, no, no, they can. Uh, yeah, they you can. Day. You can. Yeah, yeah, they can. But anyway, yeah, you just have to. Until yeah, Tom Brady's have dead. All the world's oil. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, until and I don't. I shouldn't say that until Tom Brady's dead. Cause I don't mean it like that. I, I like. To, I don't. I don't hate Tom Brady like that. Um, but I mean, until the wicked witch of the West and Belichick and the Patriots and this whole thing is over, it's not over. Right, and the Chargers have been down this road before. The Chargers have had some good teams and fallen short. You know, I do feel this is different, and I think that the young guys on the Chargers, they're going to give this to Phillip Rivers. They're, this is a gift to Rivers. Rivers in past years would be all the pressure on him. Don't screw up, Rivers. Like we, You know what I mean? I, I, I think this is different. I think Bosa and Ingram are going to win this game for them. I think the Chargers' defense is going to be the ones to win this game for them. I legitimately believe so. I think they're going to slow the Patriot offense down. They're going to frustrate and piss Brady off. They're going to get pressure on them. The Chargers will do what they did last week, systematic, nothing crazy. You know, pass aggressive when they have to, get it to Gordon. Uh, They called a good game last week, and uh, they kept the, the Ravens off balance. Uh, they settled for too many field goals. They're going to have to punch the ball in the end zone. But I really believe that the Chargers' defense is going to shut Brady down. That's what I'm hanging my hat on in this game. And, oh, yeah, I like the Chargers' offense to move the ball in the pass. But I'm calling it upset. And I'll take the money line in both the AFC games. And I'm going to hit one of these guys, maybe two of them. Mm-hmm. You don't I'm sound new, confident. I'm well, I'm, I'm treading super lightly on this one. I wanted to uh, say, I wanted to hear you, yes. You clap yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Like right. the Rand here's, game. Here's, you're like, you took the words out of my mouth. This one, you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah good luck with that, uh, Gabe. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, the, the, uh, no here's, here's, here's the problem. Uh, and actually, here's, here's, what I would, here's what I would add. If this were being played in the wild card round, if this were being played in the regular season, uh, or if this were like the AFC title game after the Chargers win – uh, at home or something like that in uh, in in the divisional round, without a doubt, they are the better team. The Chargers are clearly a better team on a neutral field on a neutral situation. But the problem is, this is their second trip across the country in as many weeks. That puts a lot of wear and tear on these guys. Uh, this is a team in Belichick and Brady and the Patriots that is not easy to really identify what their identity is. 
right? Like it's not clear that they're going to come out with approach X that you can prepare for and be planning for. And they have a coaching advantage in New England that is a little bit tricky, right? And I, while I 100% agree with you that uh, the Chargers are a stronger team, their defense is being under um, appreciated right now by the bookmakers. I think the defense for the, the Chargers last week was out of this world good. Uh, and, it, and, it will, and a lot of it was planning, right? A lot of it was the game plan that they rolled out specifically to fluster um, to Lamar Jackson. That was the first time he'd any, ever seen anything like that, and it made him very hesitant to throw uh, because of the good way point. that, they stacked, that uh, they stacked the backfield with the um, safeties. Like, it, it, it just, they, they, they spooked him. Right. Uh, Tom Brady's seen that sort of stuff before. You, we know the exact type of blueprint to give Tom Brady hell. You've got to get pressure up the middle. You've got to, you know, you got to collapse the pocket. Uh, and I think with the Patriots offensive line being pretty good, um, you know, top five in the NFL, uh, I would expect that you could you get a relatively clean pocket for Brady. So I don't think you're going to shut Brady down by the kind of the traditional way that it's done which means that it's going to have to come down to Brady himself not being sharp, Brady not having a particularly good connection with his wide receivers, which is true. Like, Brady does not have good chemistry going on with his pass catchers right now. Gronk looks like an, if, you know, a 69-year-old man out there you know, carrying a piano. It's, it's embarrassing trying to watch him you know, run and get open down the field. Like, he should you – know, Brady's going to have to be extremely precise, and he's going to have to develop chemistry with the you know, running backs out of the backfield uh, to sustain the drives. He's going to have to hit – Chris Hogan and, you know, have Hogan not, not drop the ball and, and Edelman's going to have to find a way to get open. Like he does magically in the playoffs. Sometimes they're going to have to utilize some trick plays. Like the Patriots are going to have to pull out all of the stops to get this win. Uh, and because you're talking about a team that's coming off a bye that's rested, that's home versus a team that's traveling for their third straight week, second week in a row across the country. Uh, it's a little bit tough for me to get real psyched up about the chargers, even though they're the better team. Uh, and, and it's you know, only four surprised? points. That's yeah. the biggest and thing. And, and you guys know, sure. too, that we're not talking like this happens. All, Patriots get calls at home. It's happened all, like it happens all the time, all year. It's a, just one of those things, Gabe. Yeah. Like the Jets player, oh, he pushes Tom Brady. 15-yard penalty. Like, I've watched every yeah. Patriot game this Dude, year. They get every damn, uh, damn call at yeah. home. It's ridiculous. And, and it'll happen again. And guys, and guys, the Ravens were getting calls last and. I don't know if the NFL wants the AFC Conference Championship game to be played in front of 30,000 people. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying, Will Tapper? Oh, no way. No way, no way. It highlights um, everything. It's just a nightmare. It it's like it highlights. What do you mean they don't have fans? Yeah. Other people yeah. would like start to realize, what kind yeah. of league is this? Cam, and what's going on? And, Cam, yeah. yeah, Cam brought up a really good point. Have you looked at the referee assignments for this week? Who in the hell are these guys? Like, they, uh, this is divisional weekend. This is your highest-profile weekend of football, NFL. Like, wh- why in the world are you throwing out guys that don't have experience in these huge games? Like, I, if you're telling they me They like that, it that uh, way, Will Capper. They I, like it that I, I, way. Yeah, I, Trust yeah, me. And if they would what? do it the yeah, other way, they would. That, Gabe, you know it. Sure. It's like this. They, <laughs> they like, they, this well, is what, what they do, Cam. Upon. But what they do is they don't tell the ref, listen, it's not like a movie. Listen. I know. The Chargers don't win this game. What they'll do, like you said, they'll get an inexperienced ref or a company guy, yep. and they'll basically say, listen, we've been watching the tape, and uh, Joey Bosa's uh, jumping a little quick offside here. Keep yep. your eye on that. Derwin James yep. is holding yep. a lot. We don't really like it. Like, you know, yep. that's what yep. they do. Yep. he told me that in the NBA. He goes, nah, they don't tell you in the playoffs. They don't come out and say what they do is they'll highlight basically yep. points things of they think points you of missed. 
Yeah. Yes, points yeah. of emphasis. And he goes, basically, it'll be points of emphasis on one team. <laughs> right? And, yeah, right, right. You, you sort of, right. and then he basically said, and if you want to work the finals and move forward, you sort of. <laughs> Do it this way. It's everything's yeah, like that, right? right? You so, yes. Yeah. yeah, very soft. You want it? Exactly. Very soft. If you're, if you're yeah. going to tell Stern in those days, no, I'm not calling that, then well, whatever, dude. You're not working the NBA yeah. Finals, right? You, you, yeah, you, you, you want to work the All-Star game? You Okay, listen, we've only got a minute or two here. Yep. Uh, Eagles, Eagles, Saints, uh, incredible stat that um, the, the Philadelphia Eagles would be the first team to win five consecutive NFL playoff games as underdogs, i.e. Nick Foles has won all four of these. But I think uh, Cinderella's slippers about to smash on Sunday at Mardi Gras. <laughs> that is music to my ears. I, I could not tell you how much uh, of my hard-earned money has been stolen by Nick Foles and whatever magic he's pulled out of his ass to this Being point in his playoff here. career. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's outrageous uh, that he keeps getting these wins in these situations. And, you know, the, the Saints, in my opinion, are should be more of a favorite to win the Super Bowl than they are in the current futures market. They have the easiest yeah. path with two home games in the Superdome. Uh, Drew Brees should absolutely eat in this game. He's got, an, you know, this is his easiest matchup against the secondary that is uh, that is truly vulnerable. Um, and he should have, you know, he should pick his number in this spot. And I like the Saints a lot. Well, Cap, here we go. I love L.A. He loves he it. Loves it. <laughs> He loves it. He loves salad. Real <laughs> Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks to Whale Capper, always great stuff with Whale Capper. Uh, Lots of fun. Got a lot of different perspectives uh, of uh, the National Football League's uh, playoffs uh, this weekend. What are we down to? It's the final eight. Correct. Uh, National Football League's Elite Eight. So uh, we've had a lot of different perspectives. We'll continue tomorrow with various guests on the morning after and uh, right here on Game Time Decisions as well. Uh, something we didn't talk about. Well, whatever. It wasn't a story yesterday, but I saw this last night, Cam. Um, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. You're on. You're online a little bit more now than you used to be, now that you don't leave the bunker as much. <laughs> um, Good point. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Ennis Cantor. So, first off, listen, Ennis Cantor, oh, sort of always a controversial guy well, for one reason or another. You know, people think, you know, he could be better than he is if he tried harder. And now he's on the New York Knicks and he's complaining because he's coming off the bench. And he's basically like, I don't know where we suck yet. Why do you have me coming off the bench? I would expect that he's going to be traded soon. Of course, um, the uh, the president of Turkey wants to uh, extradite him and charge him. 
Yep. Yep. And he wants to charge him for basically being a um, for trying to overthrow the government, essentially, for comments like you know, like you know, you could get charged. Like if you and I rip Saudi Arabia enough, like they would charge us. Yep. Like it's in there. You know, we broke their law by speaking poorly of them, type thing. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing in Turkey, and basically Cantor, Cantor is friends with this cleric who Aroden accuses of trying to overthrow him, which I guess he, yep. he kind of technically did. Yes. But, but anyway, so and it's Cantor now. Um, the Knicks going to London, right? They're going to London, England. Yes. Yeah, he does, he's he not can't going. go to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because he's scared he's going to get assassinated. Like that's why he's not going, right? I kind of, I kind of, I'm on his side for this one, Gabe. Like um, he, he, and look, it's sort of like Kim Jong Un, and look like Saudi Arabia and and the reporter guy. That happened, dude, right in Turkey. Yes, he's Turkish. Yes. You know what I mean? He's going to England. We've seen uh, there's been various former Russian spies and different people. Yep. That have murdered, been, like, with blow poisoned. darts and, like, cyst poison yep. on park benches. And and he basically stated, you guys don't know how good they are at this. Like, I can't go to London, England. So he's been in the news a lot recently. And people like him. Like, the mainstream media likes him. They look at him as, hey, he's a, he's a fun-loving guy. And, you know what I mean? He's, he's happy. NBA coaches get pissed off because he doesn't play defense. <laughs> so, and... And he's, you know, he, he could try harder. So where I'm going with this, because it's worth the punchline here. So yesterday, Cam, he tweets out a picture that says uh, cheat day. Basically, the Knicks were off. Cheat day. You know, they're off for a couple of days. You know, so it was a picture of him. And there were seven, sort not sliders, but there were seven cheeseburgers type thing. Not a McDonald's in a, you know, in a, you know, in a hipster place, whatever. He had a big, big, big plate of French fries with it. And he basically said cheat day. So people were like, oh, wow, enjoy yourself. And, you know, you know great stuff. And, you know what I mean? Enjoy your cheat day and your meal. So he's crushing the, the hamburgers. Well, here we have, he missed practice today, Cam, due to illness. Ooh, <laughs> cheat day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his character shows off on, on Twitter uh, eating seven burgers and there were eggs in the burgers too so Uh-oh. seven seven burgers and the next day he had to miss practice today because of illness yeah he's got he a good practice today it sounds like you from earlier in the day except still you're do not a show. 18 million dollars a year on the next correct and we're still doing the show because i know what kind of trooper you are morency i'll tell you one thing too about cheat day if you're going to go out and do that one cheat day is not your thing Trust me. It's one of those things that you could say, oh, I'm eating salads or I'm working out. Yeah, cheat day? What? So you're telling me you don't do it Do it any other times? And by the way, even putting that stuff out there, people were nice about Holy it. Holy crap. That's not cool. Look, That's not cool. People will come I'm down looking on at a, I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to retweet this again, Cam, so you can see it. Man, he's like, literally got seven burgers, but four of them have eggs on top of them. Yeah, eggs are dangerous. Very dangerous. The others don't. He is a big dude, though, right? He is six foot eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a very cool. large guy. So, my buddy uh, got really sick at a breakfast joint before. Like it took him out. Like he was he was so bad he couldn't leave his place. <laughs> like like I didn't want to talk about it on the air. It was disgusting. Like he used the shower as a toilet, basically. Like he almost died. So you got to be really careful with uh, poultry and eggs. Let me see. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 
Look at this guy. Oh, yeah. Those are those are not sliders. Those are regular burgers. Yeah, he looks very friendly, but that's a lot of food. Yeah, right there, nice guys. Okay, guys. She said, yeah. Yeah, well, if you're doing that a lot, well. Yeah, but for a guy that's bitching about coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Don't eat cheeseburgers with eggs. One, two, three, four. Yeah, you said. <laughs> wow, man. He plows. Yeah, you said it, too. Look at that egg right on the top. Oh, yeah. What a disaster. Fries. Yeah. Anyway, I'm with him, though. I've watched a lot of specials, too. You bring up a great point about the KGB and stuff. Guys are on park benches. They got, yeah, blow darted. I've seen, you know, a handshake. You're poisoned. What about all those spies who died, man? A lot of the guys, those British guys, they go over there, and it's very dangerous. These guys are professional killers. Like, they're the best of the best. So if I was him, I'd definitely be scared. You talked about a Marenzi. A guy goes in an embassy and comes back in hockey bags. I got to be on Tanner's <laughs> side for that one. I don't think I'd want to make a trip either. I'd be paranoid. Do you not agree, friend? But you yeah, would want to make Kim that Jong, trip. Kim Jong-un's brother was, um, you know, King Jong, one of the, the brothers of Kim Jong-un, he split years ago. He was like, I don't want to be part of the regime. I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be in control. I don't want this. Like, and he split. And uh, he lays low. Like, he doesn't bash the regime or anything. But he was laying low, except he was, like, living in a high life. Like, he had money. He's, like, a playboy. You know what I mean? So uh, he was walking in the airport in Shanghai, I think it was. And uh, you remember two chicks went up to him? Basically, like, two two cute, like, Asian girls yeah. were just in the airport standing there. <laughs> and yeah. uh, w- one of them just walked up to him and put a, uh, a handkerchief in his face for a second. And it killed him. Like, they had some sort of, like, lethal, immediate poison type thing. I don't know how the hell they were saying. I don't know how the hell the girl didn't get it on herself, actually. But Great point. she's trained, like you said. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're trained. They're trained killers. They're trained I killers. Would not, so I wouldn't even think about it. If you, if you, and the thing about these regimes is when you cut, when you cut their government up, it's not like anything that's going to go away. Too, you're a marked man for the rest of your life. You know, if this guy steps foot in Turkey again, he's done. They'll find a way. They're they're vindictive. There's no forgiveness. Oh, oh no, don't worry no, no. about him. Cantor uh, can never go back yeah, to Turkey. No, no he's yeah, never, 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 never. Don't even like even think about stepping out there. No, I, I'm with him there. I don't agree with cheat day. That was a but little. He's got to watch out in Europe. He's got to watch out all over Europe. Because as True. we see, look, Saudi Arabia didn't care. They killed someone in Turkey. You know what I mean? Yeah. The guy was an American. Uh, he wasn't an American citizen, but he was an American uh, resident, or whatever. They don't care. Russia kills people in England all the time. They're like, what are you going to do about it? Right, but Turkey's not going to send someone to whack Cantor in New York. You know what I mean? That's just too much. Exactly. You know what I'm I agree. Like they can't. That that's like an act of war, right? Like they well, would be, but I don't know. To be honest, I don't think they would care. I hate to say it, but it's true. No, they would say screw. Like you. if you're if you okay. were Turkey right now, I think you could seriously consider it and say, what what are they going to do? Trump's not going to do anything. Of course he's not. <laughs> and in no. fact, Trump wants to give the cleric back to Turkey. Like, the, the cleric guy lives in Pennsylvania now. Mm-hmm. He was granted immunity and stuff in Pennsylvania. And that's like, you know, we want to get geopolitical. But this is why Turkey, like, Turkey's in the middle of the Syria stuff. And yeah. Turkey's big goal is they want this cleric back so they can kill him. <laughs> Basically, they want him back. They know they can't whack him here in the States. So they're, they want him back. And... Cantor is in the middle of this, and yeah, it's just crazy. But yeah, you know, and then you got Cantor crushing burgers, and he misses practice, bitching about playing time. 
Yeah, those were all, that wasn't just cheat day, Gabe. Like, you know me. Like, that's like the old yeah. burger bag when I was 19. Cheat day's or a seven happy day. deal, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, a couple. No, my cheat day, sure. I went to KFC, and I had like a, a four-piece four snack with some mashed potatoes and gravy. This guy's got seven burgers. They got eggs on the top. They're loaded with a whole pl- with a whole tray of shoestring fries. That's not cheat day. That's cheat week. And I'll tell you something. You bring up another good point about New Jersey and New York. You don't think there's a Turkish faction there that could just say, we know where this guy lives, and he could easily be killed. Uh, that'd be tough. Living your life like that, always, uh, you know, looking over your shoulder. You said it. Like, if something happened there in New York, I don't think any, I, I don't think any, there would be no ramifications. It would be fun. Like, I'm with you. Well, yeah, not to, yeah, I mean, we're going to move our, we'll move off. We will, yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. basketball. It's canter. Yeah, exactly. But I'll tell you, like, basically, John Bolton, who's the Secretary of Defense now, or uh, what is he, the uh, Secretary of State, whatever, him and Pompeo. Um, they, he was in Turkey, like, literally four days ago. And it didn't end well. Like, their conversations didn't end well. Basically, the Turks want this cleric. And they're saying, because the Western world, the Americans are basically like, look, Turkey's in NATO, dude. All right? They're supposed to be, like, a full-out ally. But they're on both teams, if you know what I mean. They play both sides. Like, they're on, they're on parts of ISIS's side. Like, dude, it's so complicated. Like, they're on different religions and stuff. Like... It's not like just because if you're Islam, you're on the same team, right? Like, they, they, there's a, it's, it's like a gang war. You know what I mean? Yep. There's, like, different sides to this, different sides in religion and different, you know, tribes and stuff. So it's, it's a shit show. And basically, like, Turkey, Turkey are in NATO, but they support Syria. They, they, you know what I mean? They don't like the Kurds. And you go on and on. So there's all this sort of complicated stuff. And Turkey is like a problem like turkey like can block things there's airfields like they're right in the middle of this stuff and they're really in, involved because they're they're on both teams so they're very important players and basically they just keep going back to that so when whenever america will bitch why you guys let the taliban set up here not in turkey but basically on your border why don't you arrest these people and they're like why don't you give us the cleric back <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> he's the negotiating piece <laughs> and and they just declared Cantor a terrorist too, like this week. Like they're on him, like basically. They want him. Like if I was Cantor, I wouldn't go anywhere freaking near Europe, bro. <laughs> like I wouldn't even go to Canada if I was Cantor. They yeah, No, you're right. I'd be careful in Toronto too, man. Yo, big time. <laughs> Toronto? You know me you know how many factions. They'd look are at there, Trudeau like, and they go, Trudeau's a pussy. What's he gonna do? That's exactly you know what I mean? it. Seriously, yeah, what's he gonna flake. do? If Cantor has that... an accident outside the ACC, what's Trudeau gonna that, do? Nothing. That, that flake? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but they're she yeah, but look, yeah, the states didn't even do anything with, with the, the Saudi guy. Yeah. They didn't do anything. No one's gonna and do sh- anything, right? Like And they're shaking down an old guy at the beer store. You can't whack yeah, exactly. You can't whack an NBA player, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like crazy, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Maybe a crazier yeah. things have happened. All right, let's let's uh, bring uh, Jason in here. Uh, Jason, where, where do we have Jason in Wisconsin or is it Hanson? Oh, there's Jason. Jason. What's up, Jason? Nice to speak to you. How are you? Always good, a buddy. pleasure, sir. How you doing? Chris, good. I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna tease. Uh, just get your opinion. I'm gonna tease uh, uh, New Orleans and the other, and uh, Dallas and Philly. What do you think of that? I mean, you know, when you look at it, you know, how could you go wrong, right? 12 points, 13 points. No, no, you could. 
Oh, trust, trust me, me. trust me, Jason. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story about a teaser last week. Tell him a teaser. When that uh, when that ball went doink doink double doink, it was like almost like a uh, two grand swing. Trust me, teasers blow. They look great on paper, but until you're in a game that you need it and it doesn't happen, you're done. And the juice, the juice is like 20, 30 percent too. So I went from winning tons of money to losing tons of money. They're very dangerous. Tread lightly, my friend. Tread lightly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. Hey, I got to let you guys go. Thank you. I'll be careful. I'll be careful, Jason, because I'll tell you, I think the Saints are going to win in a route, bro. And listen, I was on Eagles last week, but I think if you're going to tease, if you're going to tease something, I think the best teaser personally is the Rams and the Saints. The Rams are going to beat the Cowboys on Saturday night. I know you got to show patience. I don't like doing it either from Saturday and Sunday, but it is what it is. If you want to win. I think that's the way to go. Saints and the sure. and, and and the Rams both tees down to basically a pick 'em, bro. Yeah. Sure, sure. Great hey, thanks, guys. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it. You guys have a great night. You too. Hey, always a pleasure. Thanks for man. your patience, Jason. We had a political hey, talk there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I love a Yang calls Hazer. Hazer. <laughs> Hazer on the phone. Hazer. Hey, hey, Hazer? <laughs> Laser uh, Hazer. You know, we, we got three minutes, you, so we can wait till the other side. But let's get let's okay, get sure. uh, Hazer in here. Hazer. What's up, Hazer? Hazer. Hazer. Hey, what's going on? How you doing, Hazer? How you doing? Uh, well, a few things. Okay, so do you hear about this story in Columbus with Bobrovsky? And then the day before, Panarin? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Columbus Blue Vodka. Jackets? We'll, t- yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about it, Hanser. Those guys, those guys are done. I don't know if he's banging another guy's wife on the team, but think oh, bad things are this. happening in Columbus. Oh yeah, Columbus game. Uh, Bobrovsky's not making the trip with the team. Panarin got in trouble tonight. Like this team is uh, basically a shit show. They're falling. Well, no, no, right before no, no. Panarin didn't get in trouble. Panarin got offered free vodka for life from some That's shady right yeah. vodka yeah. company. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the thing there is like. Are you going to sign up when it's uh, the vodka company is going to go under in two or three years? Like it's it's an obvious ploy by them. Good run there and there for the Bobrovsky stuff. Ooh, implosion. Yeah, but yeah, what's no, up I, with them? Like, how do they, we? They know? don't even like, talk about it. Said, it said, no, it said, hey, Gabe. It said, Condra. Like people are asking, what the hell happened? It's like bad conduct. This is not a part of what we do. So I don't know what the hell it is, but. Basically, they just said conduct unbecoming, and there's like you're not coming on this trip. Like they're pissed, right? Ames are like Columbus might wash yeah, their hands. Yeah, Tortorella doesn't screw around either. He's very old school. It uh, seems John like Davidson. he's at the end of his rope, and uh, yeah, yeah, I would uh, like he's 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 a, he's a UFA. So if they're at this tenuous relationship now, he's gone. I agree. Good point, Hazer. Sounds like you've, sounds like you've uh, dipped into the, uh, the cocktails yeah. a little early there. Yeah, Hazer. seriously, Hazer, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking beer. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I like, fair enough. I like that you took that, the challenge. I once said drunk Brad's our drunkest caller. Hazer's like, that's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Game time decisions. Yeah, Blue Jackets tell uh, Bobrovsky to stay away. All right, let, we'll get into this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
made that decision. MC Yang speaking the truth. Good job, Yang. So, uh, Sergei Bobrovsky has been told to uh, stay away from the uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Stay away. As uh, Cam mentioned, uh, conduct detrimental to the team that don't mean team standards. And uh, trust me, as both me and Cam know, it's hard to violate hockey standards, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Usually like, the only way you violate standards like, is sex with somebody it, else's wife. That's basically but that's what it comes the thing down everyone to. goes to in the NHL right away. And I'm already yeah, getting cool. Aaliyah, who's a hot chick in Vancouver, right away. She's like, wow, you probably did someone's wife. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what people instantly always think. Well, we yeah. don't know that. Uh, I'm just saying from the past, that's what usually happens with, uh, you know, uh, Hasek, Ally Afraidy. It all came down to, like, uh, you know, usually uh, banging. Seems maybe to be, maybe uh, they the know. Somebody I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he hit somebody. Oh yeah, you know, maybe no, they, we don't know. They, maybe we they know. know they know something that he did behind the scenes yeah. that we know no everyone else doesn't know about yet. You know what I Being mean? Being pretty secretive about it though, it's funny. So Kareem Hunt stuff comes out. These guys just say, "Yeah, it's a detrimental contact." That's the difference uh, with the NFL and the NHL yeah. camp. The yeah, NHL, NHL they hide it. They hide They're like it. the mob, bro. They the NHL is like the mob. Trust me, like, I pissed them you off do before, so, they, and it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, they. Done. Oh no, they're vindictive. I, I'm on their list forever. Uh, Trust me, I am on their list. But uh, they cover things up in the NHL. Like the NHL media, like the NFL media is different. Like basically, if Jason Lackenfora knows that Kareem Hunt is about to get arrested, or Kareem Hunt banged a 15 year old like babysitter. He has an obligation, and it's his job, and they, he's making a lot of money, and no one's sitting on it. You know what I mean? No one's sitting sure. on it. Like, maybe you'll get one or two guys. I'm sure Peter King is sitting on some Roethlisberger stories. But for the most part, you're not getting protection. Like, if Russell Westbrook does something, bro, or Cam Newton does something, it's going to be on the news within, like, 30 seconds after. Like, TMZ will get hold of it. They're going to know, right? You know what I'm saying? Hockey's different. Like, hockey, it's like there's a code, man, where the media, like, goes out of the way to cover the stuff up. Like, time and time again. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, I mean, the, the underage girl's a big thing. And I, I hate to say it, but I'm not talking about Woody Allen type stuff. But there's young girls around NHL players. You know what I mean? There's been, you know... I know one story of an NHL player who is harassing one of the most prominent doctors in the city, daughter. And she didn't look 17, but or 16 or 17, but yeah, she, she was. was. <laughs> and basically you have a multi, you know, a very an NHL all-star trying like hanging out outside the house honking and hey, coming out and stuff like that. Basically the guy had to come out and say, "You know she's 16 and I'm going to call the cops now. I don't care like what team you're on." Right? Yeah, but they get away with it. I mean, there was they, they, it got so bad at one point in Montreal where the cops actually went to like the Canadians and said, "Listen, we're not we're not covering things up anymore. That yep. you guys had you had you had a little. We gave you a little bit of space. You know what I mean? Fine. You stay into a bar till seven in the morning. Fine. You all do blow. You know what I mean? They went like, yeah, we'll cover that whatever. Exactly. You're right. But, but they were like, it's too it's too much now. They were like, it's there's too you. much. Like. You got pregnant this and like you know pregnant young pregnant girls, 
You got strippers getting arrested with your blow. You know what I mean? You're stalking. Or like it was just, it was out of control basically. And they they traded everyone. There were three dudes. Boom. Bye bye. Bang bang yeah. bang. And it was either that or we're going to tell everyone we're going to arrest them, and your franchise is going to be severely embarrassed. All right. Kyle Turley told me about the Saints actually in New Orleans that he said basically you'd have, you'd have to murder someone like to get arrested if you're yeah. on the Saints. You know, like, basically, the Saints are New Orleans. They don't want the bad, like, they don't want to hurt the team. You know what I mean? No, like, no. Houston's different. Like, some cities are different. Yeah. Like, Houston police are known for wanting to get athletes. Right? Like, it's, not every city's like that. But, like, like uh, New Orleans, uh, remember, uh, remember Baltimore. Uh, remember our buddy, Baltimore, the cop. Well, we, we, we were buddies with a cop, Scott the cop. You know, he liked to gamble on, on the ponies and the dogs yeah. and his father, great guy, etc. And yeah. he was pretty heavyweight, guys. He was like the, like, you know, the head of grand larceny or something like that. Yeah, no, he had a it was severe. Yeah, he was high up. Yeah, like he, he was telling me stories. Like, it's, it was right out of the wire, basically. Like, he wasn't a desk yeah. job in the suburbs. This was like real deal. Uh, basically, he said once, and he's a big Raven fan, the guy. You know, but he basically said once, man, there was a dude, and he basically, like, was, like, smashed into a ditch, you know, full nine yards, gun, blow, <laughs> you name it. You know Everything. Like, yeah. like basically, yeah, he ran the gauntlet, and the guy we knew were, like, he didn't want to do it, but he was, like, hey, you know, dude, you know, you're under arrest, you know? And the call came in. No, he's not. And... You know, Gabe, the call, know. they they because he basically called. He said, "Listen, I got this guy here, and we got this going on." And basically, they said, "Drive him home. We're gonna yep, send for someone sure. for his car. Drive him home." Yeah, not regular and citizens don't get that uh, type of uh, no, deal. no. You, but you not every jail. athlete in every city gets that. You know, there's certain cities there. The team is the city. Look at like Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez should have went to jail when he was a Florida Gator. Yes, he should. Oh, he shot. He tried to shoot someone outside of a strip club as a Florida Gator. He missed. It doesn't mean that you get away with it because you missed. You missed the guy. It's called called attempted murder. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Tebow Tebow talked the cops down, and basically they handed the phone. They handed a phone to the head cop, and Urban Meyer was on the phone. And it was like, all right, all right, listen, just you know, we'll deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you guys will deal with it, all right. And then, and then Aaron Hernandez kills someone five years later. Yep. You know, good job dealing with it. All right, uh, what'd you say, Yang? Yang. Oh, uh, Dane. Oh, here he is. Oh. Oh, is it Dane, Dane Martinez or Dane in New Orleans? I guess it's oh. Dane Martinez. Nah, it's me, What's up, Gabe? Dane? It's me, Gabe. What's going on, Gabe? I was just hearing you talk about hey. New Orleans. And I have to tell you, I know, unfortunately – that the one thing you can get arrested for in New Orleans is public urination. <laughs> it's Are all you, good. Uh, it's yeah, all yeah. good in New Orleans, but don't pee in public. Trust yeah, me. So, uh, <laughs> but you're not on the Saints. But 
Is that are you speaking for personal experience? Listen, I've been to Baltimore for the Preakness. I've been to New Orleans for Mardi Gras and Jazz Fest, where nice. laws do not exist. You know, and the laws of physics do yeah, not yeah. exist. Just so don't. You're saying yeah, basically they don't care if you're smoking a split. That's right. That's right. That's right. You can have drink. Yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. want. Yeah. You can carry whatever you want on the street. You can do whatever you want. Just don't pee in public. They had yeah. that uh, – used to be like that in Vegas. Not with the people. They get pissed off in Vegas. Like, you can't piss on the strip. Like, I saw some dude was pissing into that Bellagio water. Uh, into the, the fountain? Big, uh, thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, that's not good. Oh, uh, he dude. Oh, he's they so tackled gone. them and stuff. They of were pissed. they did. Oh, they, they were, were pissed. Like, <laughs> like, like you said, dude, like, you could be banging a hooker right next to them right now on the, on the strip. Yeah. They would have said, hey, what are you doing? But they looked at this guy. They were like, what the hell? Like it's the, yeah, they're, they're protective about that. But it was the same thing in the old days, Dane, where I always thought it was weird in Nevada. Now they legalize marijuana there, so it's right. totally different. Yep. But it was always struck me as odd. You can gamble. You can walk down the street with drinks. You can, casinos are open 24-7. Right. There's hookers everywhere. Prostitution's legal. But if you're smoking a spliff, you're going to Clark County yep. for the night. You know what I mean? And <laughs> It was serious. Like, I remember I lived there. It was like New Year's Eve, man. These kids lit up, man. Boom. Undercovers popped up. All they were doing was smoking weed. Like, they didn't, they weren't doing anything. It was New Year's Eve. And they're looking for the easy no, no, no. marks, like, those they tourist got... kids that they can grab real easy. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. They were like Mexican kids from L.A. And they, the cops, like, boom, all over them, man. And I remember even myself when I was there, I, I went to, to light up somewhere. Someone told me, you're freaking nuts man they were like no 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 you know yeah they were like you might as well be in like you know like north korea mm-hmm. although north actually one thing north korea i should say south korea because weed's actually legal in north korea really hard to believe yeah wow you know what it is really? it's not illegal yeah weed's not ah. illegal it's, yeah i swear it's something that people don't know about north korea it's the one thing with kim jong-un you don't you don't get executed or like whatever like for weed like if you spit out, out bubblegum on the sidewalk, though, you could do go to jail. Right. They got a real oh, problem yeah, with littering. Yeah. Littering. I wouldn't walk down Main Street smoking a joint down there, bro. No, <laughs> I, I wouldn't test just my saying, no. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not like they, they're, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like marijuana is grown by, like, the rural farmers, and it's it's looked down upon. Right. Like, it's basically like uh, like chewing tobacco or something. You know what I mean? They're like, so it's not like it's a problem. Like, only peasants smoke weed type thing mm-hmm. in, in their mind. So it's not like, oh, yeah, we got a problem while, you know, the youth are smoking weed. It's oh, like yeah. farmers and peasants type thing. There's a time so when it's, weed it's was different. legal in America in, like, the 1800s. And then, literally, like you said, when the Mexicans and they saw that, it was like all the workers were smoking it. And so it was like, oh, this yeah, is a yeah. low-class kind of thing. Let's make it illegal. It's a good point, Dave. They probably just did it because they thought it was just hurting their work, right? Oh. Too. Yeah, it's Not ridiculous. As much people, out I'll of tell them. you one. I'll tell you one thing, Dane. I'm, if I'm in a room with a bunch of people getting high or a bunch of people drinking like brown liquors, my chance of living. I'll go. I'll go with people smoking spliffs because somebody will die in the room of alcohol. Guaranteed. That's right. That's right. I'm with you, Cam. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Well, we Some that. people just shouldn't drink. They're insane. The number one lobbyist. The number one lobbyist against the legalization of marijuana uh, was uh, was Molson Coors and Anheuser Busch. Yeah, exactly. The beer company. Now they're, now they're, 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 now, absolutely. Now, 
Yeah. Now what are they doing? Now they're trying, making, to, trying to invent drinks marijuana with it in it. Hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, man. These guys are clowns. And it finally happened. Marlboro actually just finally um, signed up. Marlboro is going to start selling packs of weed. Oh, what? I'm going to tell you, I was just, you know, on vacation. I was over in Oregon and California for my vacation over the holidays. So nice. they're doing big things. Nice. And honestly, nice. it's straight up, it's an economic policy. It's an economic stimulus to legalize and regulate this nonsense. Oh, yeah, and it doesn't, it's not like yeah. it creates some sort of, people are so stupid when they're like, oh, the kids, what about the kids? Kids Please. can't get into these places. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'm 48 years old. I got a problem, man. You better have your ID. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're it's not getting in. through. Like, it's, it's so regulated. Kids get it now. Like, they're so stupid. Right. But you're going to see it's coming to New York fast. The one thing, look, everyone made fun of that chick on Sex in the City and stuff, but she pushed Cuomo pretty far to the left, Dane, and he mm-hmm. had to respond. That's right. No way in hell he's legalizing weed in the next 100 days. They're even talking about sports betting. How about this, guys? We're going to get into this. MSG just filed a trademark for gambling. The, the MSG sports app. Really? Yeah, betting app. So, and oh, it's co- yeah. they've yeah. applied to take bets at MSG. Oh, Brilliant. That's perfect. Oh, Especially like games. Or, no, forget that. MSG is right near Penn Station. Your commuter on your way home. You drop yeah. a little bet. You know, on your way home, you're done at 5 o'clock. There's a game tipping off at 7.05 before I hit the Metro North or before I hit the path. Yeah, let me drop 20 on the over, you know? Well, think about it. Game game lives in New Jersey. You got to go to New Jersey to make a bet. If you put put a betting spot in New York, it's a license to print money. You talk about generating revenue, it's a no-brainer, man. It's just so stupid. I think they'll do it in a year or so. Like, look, we'll get into this MIG stuff uh, a little bit uh, throughout the show, but... What's your take on the games, Dane, this week? Uh, yeah. You're betting one game or quick Ooh. takes on all four. What, what are your picks this sure. week? What are you looking Generally at? speaking, I'll say that I like the NFC games to, you know, to the favorites will cover. I like it to be more chalky. I think both of these AFC underdogs are real live, though. I really like what the Colts potentially can do against that Kansas City Chiefs run defense, and I think people are sleeping on how good Andrew Luck and the Colts are right now and are sleeping on the fact that the Chiefs are 3-3 three and three, you know, in their last six games, and two of those wins were to the damn Oakland Raiders, for God's sakes, right? And then, you know, I've, just, I've been on the Chargers all season long. I understand that you don't bet, you know, you don't make money betting against Tom Brady, Bill Belichick in Foxborough in this round. I understand that, but I got to stick to my guns. I like the AFC underdogs, and I think Saints and Rams are more chalky, and that's going to happen. Yeah, Dane's reading your mail, Gabe. I think you're on the same yeah, thing. Oh, you with me, Gabe? Nice. Yeah, he likes yeah, the exact yeah, same no, stuff. I agree. Nice. I was on all four dogs last week, too, but this week, yeah, uh, I, like, I like both. You know what it is, though? I don't love laying seven or eight. Right? It's just not I hear a, you. Oh, no. Really? But I think they're both going to win, so I'm going to tease them, right? Seven-point teaser down, so yeah, down under six get and those a half, both right. down to pick them. And then I'll play both the AFC money lines out, right? Hey, Dane, I tell you, I wouldn't be surprised if they both won, if yeah, the Colts won and the Chargers won. Yeah. Would you parlay the Saints and the Rams, like, money lines? No. No. Yeah, this is, the teaser works this earlier, The that. teaser does Better it? Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. I looked at this. Yeah, the money line parlay for the Saints and the Rams is minus 154. Okay. Minus, so you don't have to you know you win the game, no points spread at all. The seven point teaser, minus so is minus one thirty. Oh, really? So you save it. Sure. And if I get it plus, now the only difference minus one, is one, one and a half, right? Yeah, but I the Saints need that. to win the game by one now. So sure. if they win by one, yeah. you would get the push there, right? So I'll, I'll take that. It's chance. not fully comfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I hear you, but that's worth the difference. Always, from what and we always said, tell yeah. people this, guys. We always tell both gamblers this out there. If you are going to, if you're looking, I like a money line parlay and Sunday NFL football. 
always do the math and say, all right. Because yep. you figured, no, they would just make it the same to avoid people to do this. But no, no, they're giving you a reward if you're not lazy and you're willing to think. It's like, no, no, you'll get it for 24 cents cheaper if you do it like this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a coupon cap. It's like a coupon at a grocery store. Day. I love <laughs> coupons, buddy. <laughs> you got to find that value, right? Yeah, and, you got to shop the yeah, lines. You got to shop different books, there. too. Shop around. You yeah, know? yeah, you could, exactly. It's good to have multiple accounts because mm-hmm. you're right. Some books will be public books. Some books will be a favorite book, an underdog Dogs. book, right? They're all different. You're right. And the other thing, especially when you talk about states legalizing sports betting also, I think that's going to create some inefficiencies. You know, let's say Massachusetts has legalized sports betting. The line you'll get on the Pats in Massachusetts will be a lot different than where you get them on the rest of the country. And I think you yeah. can go state by state shopping as well. But the problem is you can only bet – in the state that you're in. When you're in that state. So it's not like we could be like, okay, oh, we're in Jersey. I got some they're IT guys that might help you out with five. that, though. I got some IT guys that might yeah, be able to help you out with that. So do they, though, Dane. And, then you get, and what happens is what they do, bro, is they let you play all this money. They yeah, nailed just the so dude they can nail you. like right. that. Yeah. They let a guy, he had 17K in the account. They shut him down. Damn. They kept the money. Yeah. Well, Yang's pushing me out of here. It was great to have a couple of seconds the money. It was like the state. It was the state. Uh, that does it. Yeah, they'll get you. Uh, everyone's playing with fake social insurance numbers. <laughs> yeah, so basically, call. they know it, and they're like, "All right, we'll wait till he builds money up, right. and we'll just seize the money after." Black you, Friday, fraud too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's a cold world, Dane. Yeah, it's rough. It's All right, rough. when can it people is. hear you next, Dane? Oh, I'm coming on at seven o'clock, baby. Fantasy freestyle. Why do you think I'm here in the oh, Tuesdays uh, and Thursdays? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I lose track of what day it is. All right, hey. Tuesdays and Thursdays, seven o'clock. Dane Martinez coming up next. Thanks, Dane. All right, man. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Permission to uh, to leave the post. Uh, to leave the post. I gotta yeah. tell you, I'm gonna rumble down under. Might, I know, me too. You might be on your own in a minute. My stomach's not doing too well right uh, now. I guess I gotta get some depends then. I don't have time. I gotta get off my lawn. You know, pretty, you guys do that in the sad, morning, dude. I'm gonna have to tell Cardano, like, listen. No, I love Mike too, but I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm gonna say between me, Cam, and like Gramps, like yeah, Yang, 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 Young. Between me, you, and Gramps, like you know. Uh, can't go to the bathroom as quick as a young guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the one yeah. thing I've noticed, too. Yep. It's like oftentimes, like, before the morning show, I'm like, man, I kind of got to go to the bathroom. But 
I can't really control how long this is going to take. <laughs> exactly. Different movements, buddy. And my knee. I don't get up those stairs that quick. I got a knee brace on, man. I'm falling apart, Marenzi. Getting old. So once you I get off it. my lawn, what's yeah, your yeah, 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 yeah. I got one of the more. Here's all right. Hey, 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 Golf Channel, get off my lawn. I got something to say. We get the first round of the Sony Open. Let me tell you something. Bryson DeChambeau's finished his round. Uh, Gary Woodlands finishes round. Jordan Spieth finishes round. I'm watching the legend of Bagger Vance with uh, Buddy from New England there and uh, and Will Smith. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? These guys have already teed off. The pregame show's on now, and you don't get coverage started until 6 o'clock. You're in Hawaii on a vacation. Guys were teeing it up at noon, and you don't get cameras out there till 6. For shame. Get off my lawn, Golf Channel. You're supposed to be committed to golf, and I'm watching movies that you put on all the time. Get up. Get get up. Get up. Get bent. Get bent. Get coverage. That's a joke, Gabe. It's the first damn full field tournament of the year, and I'm watching The Legend of Bagger Vance. I got money on this stuff. Try doing that for an NFL um, game. Show the replacements Bryce, or something. Like, give me a break. DeChambeau dropped a 69. Not bad. He's T20. I will tell you something, though, Gabe. It's early. My it's team early. sucks. No, no, no. Jordan Spieth's three over. That's good news. Remember I told you the it's Jordan Spieth fade? Oh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying I faded him in matchup. Oh, yeah, that's bets. right. Yeah, that it's was a good, good start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got everybody versus him, so I need him to go away. Yeah, anyway. What do you do? You not agree with me? Don't you think find that a little bit weak? Coverage hasn't even started yet. These guys are on the course. Like, what's going on? Yeah, you know, because uh, everyone, uh, you know what it is? People that watch golf have jobs. Okay. Their ratings will be better, <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm why don't you just start started it? Ah, they should just play it live, Cam. If you have the rights, just play it live. That's what I'm saying. Uh, three, uh, yes, great point. You could have started it. it, and then you replay it, and then you get it right there. Or you started at 3 o'clock, not 6. Anyway. So what's the deal? So you're going to get coverage like this again tomorrow then, I guess. Cause it's Correct. Enjoy, like, Until the weekend. Yeah. Wait, on the weekend? Right? Who's got it on the weekend? NBC? Or no, NBC yeah, comes I think later. CB- right? I think got CBS it? probably has it. I haven't checked the weekend coverage. Hell, it might be Golf Channel with all the football and stuff that's going on. I haven't checked the Good TV point. schedule. This might be like this all weekend. So, anyway, hey, it's the first tournament of the year, guys. I get it. You're the only game in town, but if you're the only game in town, do it better. Get off my lawn. I'm always confused about what time it is in Hawaii. Five hours difference. So right yeah, now five there, hours it's twelve forty-five. Right, twelve forty-five. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. I don't know, dude. Like, there's always a reason why you know the golf network. I'm sure if they could have played it live, or if it was more profitable for them to do it, they would have done it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I love that story. It that bothers you sent me too. Me. I like. I wish we would know. Like someone. I'd like to know, like, call them and ask them, how come you did this? <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Like, like there's got to be a reason. They don't want to pay people. It might, I don't know if it's a cost thing, but I'm just saying these guys are on well, the it's course. It's like what people They're... always bitch about TSN in Canada. And they go, why does TSN have the same game on five different networks? It's because not everybody gets all five different networks. It's regional, right? Yeah, it is. Or the other one, the other one was, and I used to rage about this, is why do you have curling on five different networks? Yeah. Well, you could have this or that. And I saw the curling ratings. And basically, they were like, well, they're massive. They yep. get bigger numbers for curling than essentially anything else besides NHL hockey. Raptor games are pretty big now, but not like curling. Like, curling's next level, right? It is next level. And another thing is they do that because this. It's weird, too, so, because so not it's even regional. everyone in Canada likes curling. 
Exactly. But you said it. So yeah, if you put the curling on in Saskatchewan and Alberta and stuff. Nobody wants to watch right, curling we're, we're, in Montreal. They don't like curling in Quebec. Put it in the highest rated zones. And to your earlier point, see, so the Montreal Canadiens are, you know, they have the, 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 the sections of the country, Ottawa East, Ottawa West. They're brilliant, though. Because there's guys like Joe here, who he's a Winnipeg Jets fan, right? All their games no, are blacked no, exactly. out here. Yeah. What do you do? Exactly. What do we do? We have to buy their hockey package for 40 bucks a month and do blah, blah, blah. No, we do? Screw you. I got an Amazon Fire Stick. Blow me. 20 bucks yeah, a but month. Yeah, that was a pile of crap. Because when Rogers got all that buddy, I remember uh, the Tim and Sid Clown Show. These guys were, they were going off about how great it is. And Gary Bettman was on the show and how... People in Canada now are going to see every game, and the coverage going to be over the top. Bullshit. They were full of shit. They were full of shit. They spent $5 billion, and then they realized, man, we're losing money on this deal. Let's let's sell the packages back. <laughs> right? So, they're like, you said, like, so, you know what I mean? Like, you figure, well, I got every Sportsnet channel, and I got all your networks, and you have all the rights, so why do I need to pay more to watch this team? The only, they were, because they, they flipped the rights to the team. They were uh-huh. like, you know what? We'll sell the rights. Yes, and another thing, too, is the only thing they do, and I will say this, on Saturdays, the Hockey Night in Canada Day, you will get, like, five games on regular cable. You'll get the, the Canadians game, I'll the Leafs game, the Senators game. That's it. No, they're, not, they're not doing that, a horrible job. one day job. a week. They're not doing that's a horrible day, job, no, but I'm not. just stating. But it's it wasn't the – I'll tell you, listen, I'm not there, and I, can, I don't really care. Yeah. Even when I was there, I didn't care, but I noticed – since Rogers took over, there was actually less hockey on just regular cable, it seemed to me. It, there wasn't more. It seemed like there was less. Like, I was under the impression there were basically, like, every NHL game every night on all of our networks. That really wasn't the case. No. You know, and the same thing, because they realized, you know what? We'll have more people that will watch the Leaf game in an hour, that recap crap that they do or whatever, right? Uh, that yeah, stuff's popular. 60. I don't oh, like it. Of course it is. I don't like it. I- I, I don't never like watch it that crap. I don't. I don't like because it. But people like it. Did, did no, you know that quick. Jays? Jays in thirty. Jays in thirty got higher ratings than the actual game. Of course it does, because people with families and stuff they go out with their kids, do this, go to Dairy Queen, but whatever. Okay, honey, I'm going to see how the team they so they basically half an hour like the a baseball sitcom. game into thirty minutes. Yes. So it's basically like. You see the hits. It's almost like a red zone combined. Did like the it's game ba- of baseball. It's an extended games, highlight pack. It. It's an extended yeah. highlight pack. But, yeah, you sort of get the flow of the game a bit, but not really. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's we're 2018, right? Time changing. You know, something we didn't talk about, actually, that's interesting, too, is the Washington Wizards. This is insane. That you and I and even Richard Garner, we got to get Garner on this show, actually, maybe tomorrow. And that we were so ahead of the curve with this when we did that CFL broadcast. When yeah. we said to the Canadian Football League, listen, we're going to do a broadcast. And it's going to be a little looser. It'll be play-by-play, but not as rigid, sort of, you know. It's going to be like a bunch of dudes watching a game, having some beers. Yep. And the thing is, the CFL was pro-gambling. They, they had a sports book as their title sponsor. So they weren't anti-gambling, really. So we were like, let's raise it to a next level and basically say in the game, like, oh, all right, first score of the game, man. Safety just hit. Any score of the game, whoa, plus 250. And then, you know, in-game now, right, Tiger Cats are now plus 350 money line guys, you yep. know, in, in the game. And the, to his credit, Michael Cohan, who was the president of McDonald's Canada, loved the idea. He said, that's a good idea. And he goes, you guys are the perfect guys to do it. It was me, Cam, and Danny McManus, Florida State Seminole quarterback, Hamilton Tiger Cat legend. Yep. And it was the three of us. And it was a good broadcast team. 
and the Argonauts were down. The Hamilton Tiger Cats were in. The Alouettes loved me. They were all in. Wetton Hall was all in. We got shut down by the West. We got shut down specifically by uh, Braley and the BC Lions, who owned two teams. Sorry, he owned the Argos, so the Argos weren't in at the time. He owned two teams. And I remember Cohen said, yeah, man, the guy owns two teams. He's kind of, he kind of, like, he's hard to deal with. Like, he runs the league, essentially. <laughs> yeah, great. He owns two teams. He yeah. saved the Argos, basically. Like, the Argos had problems, and he just said, yeah, here's $5 million or whatever. I'll take them or $10 million. He, he assumed the debt or whatever. So he, he was sort of, he was like, no. But it wasn't just him. It was Saskatchewan and Edmonton, too. Winnipeg wasn't against us, because I knew the vote. I, I wanted to know. And, uh... Uh, it was it was Saskatchewan, Edmonton, and the BC Lions that shut us down. But anyways, they were like, no, you know, we don't want to. They thought we were too edgy and stuff. Well, whatever. Uh, it, dude, it was going to be on Sirius Satellite Radio, right? It wasn't exactly. it was gonna, like it was going to be on national television. <laughs> like, you know, it was on Sirius, bro. It's unbelievable. But my point is, we were way ahead of the curve with that gambling stuff. Yep. And here we are, fast forward now, to here we are, 2018, and we probably did that audition pilot thing in like 2007 Ten years ago. or eight or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a while years ago. ago. Yep. And, and now the Washington Wizards, they're going to have, I think they had one already, they're going to have seven broadcasts that are gambling talk. Amazing. Like, so it's an alternative broadcast. So, like, you have your standard guys that have been there forever, you know, Chuck and Bob or whoever the hell it is, you know what I mean? You got the TV guys that have been there forever, but there's like an online sort of alternate broadcast. Amazing. Where there's like in-game odds pop up. They talk about point spreads for other games, and it's a gambling-themed broadcast. Washington Washington Wizards, seven gambling-themed broadcasts. Um, the Boston's, Boston Red Sox, one of the more traditional and most successful baseball franchises and franchises in the history of sport, are basically going to a model. They're, they a lot of controversy about it, but they want to go to a talk show model during their game. Basically, the old just balls and strikes is kind of out, Cam. People don't want to listen to Buck talk for four hours about balls and strikes. They want conversation. You know what I mean? What about trades? Yep. What, what about the other games? What's going on? Like, Sort of like, you know, like fantasy kids, tension deficit. What's going on in the world? I, you know, I, I can't just watch this game for three hours. What else is going on? Or, you know what I mean? Like, talk to me. You know, like the White Sox did this. They have an alternative thing. Now, this isn't new, dude. And ESPN for the national championship game, they had all kinds of alternate feeds, Cam. They had their regular feed. They have a coach's feed. Coach's feed, Where it was yeah. all coaches. It was pretty cool, yeah. actually. It was Chuck like Kelly, Gus Malzahn. It was just coaches had, talking about the game. I watched it, too. It was awesome. Yeah, they were like, oh, gee, shucks, look at that. You got to do this here. Like, it was just yeah. coach talk. So it's basically like sitting in a room with a bunch of coaches. And then they had another feed with Steve Levy, who I'm a big fan of. I think he's a great broadcaster. And Steve Levy had a feed where it was like talk show, sort of like. And it was Steve Levy, and he had roving guests coming in and out during the game. And, and I guess the ratings for the Steve Levy one were off the hook on the digital stuff. So... My point is, broadcasting is changing, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds crazy, but, you know, maybe in a few years, you and I will be, like, doing Raptor games, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it sounds like that's that. You'll never do that. But the way that these leagues are going, 
it's like even baseball's like we gotta we gotta loosen things up, man. Like this just not you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm just laughing at Drusilla. This guy kills me. Hey, hey Gabe, I'd rather a broadcast of field noise rather than talking head noise, gambling or otherwise. <laughs> guy's the best. Wow, well, just, just field noise. <laughs> they did it once. I don't know field if you noise? remember it. They did it once. And they actually did it a few times in the old days, but they did it once in modern era. And I know where's Larry and Wawa or old man, our chief researchers. <laughs> oh man. I even remember who played. It was the Jets and the Dolphins. Jets Dolphins game. What is it? So just no, noise? No, no announcers. Oh, that's Announcerless awesome. game. <laughs> God am I good. Jets. I said 1980, no announcers. Yeah, just that's all. Come on, 1980, no announcers. How how good am I? Let's just let's just. That's I'll give you. How many people would just call you a phone? People would. No one would even know. I announced this game. I told you who played the damn game. I give you. You know what? When you you get the Barry Horowitz, sometimes people lean into. You give yourself the old Barry Horowitz. I've got to do it on this one. Worthy of a pat on the back. Yeah, yeah. Know what that one? There you go. All right. So that's very strong. Very strong. Well, that's awesome. The announcerless game was an American uh, football NFL game on December the 20th, 1980, between the Jets and the Miami Dolphins as an experiment because that's it. The other network had teams that were going to the playoffs, and the Jets and the Dolphins were both eliminated. The Jets were 3-12, and 12, and this is when TV was TV. Don Olheimer said, no one's going to watch our game. How do, we, how do we stand out? Because CBS has a, uh, a game with like playoff implications. It was like the last game of the season type thing. And he said, how, how about we do no announcers? So it's pretty, pretty, pretty genius, actually. Uh, to replace the announcers, the net year, network used an on-screen graphics, uh, more on-screen graphics than usual, and asked the public address announcer um, in the Miami's Orange Bowl to impart more information than he typically did. Efforts to use more sensitive microphones to pick up more sound from the field, however, did not succeed. Well, the experiment did uh, increase the television ratings. It was widely regarded as a failure <laughs> since there was no context for the viewers. It's stupid. I think it's a great idea. I think if you had yeah. a broad, an announcer-less feed of that Alabama-Clemson game with great oh, lights on the sidelines, the band, yep. where it's like you're in the stands. Yep. You hear the band, the, 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 the crack of the helmets, and you know what I mean? I, I think it would work again. Um, so they said, uh, well, the experiment, the ratings were good, too. It was widely regarded as a failure. No network broadcasting any major U.S. professional team has ever done it again. Except through alternate feeds of games. Alternate feeds. See, I'm telling you, alternate feeds where it's at, bro. That's going to be a buzzword you're going to hear. In you know what, Gabe? Sports. They I should do it on Monday Night alternate Football. Feed. They, should, they should do it on the Monday Night Football crew. With Boot with, 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 with McKinnon they would, and Tessator. They would double the ratings. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's almost like karaoke. You even call it NFL karaoke. You sell kits. You sell microphones. You want to ever want to be a play-by-play guy? Now's your chance. You have parties and stuff. You got the microphone and the awesome. headset with the yeah. NFL logo. You're right. Not a mic good right now. Games. I'm on a roll. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you're NFL karaoke. You're doing play-by-play. You think you're better than Joe Buck? Go ahead. Yeah, you get yeah, to yeah. do your own game yeah. at home. People would love it. Oh, it'd be amazing. I swear to God, you'd sell two million of these karaoke boxes. I know. I want one. You, know, you get your mic I and your do. buddies come over. Hey, 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 hey everyone, I'm Cam. Well, what was the biggest thing? It's different what for us. We're in, the media, in our but... area. Yeah, well, yeah. But what was the biggest thing without not, not just looking at the game? QB one. 
People used to go yeah. to bars to predict plays that were happening, and bars used to give out gift certificates, food, trips. I'm telling you, they used QB1 was huge. People would come just to play, go, I knew they were going to run a quarterback sneak. I knew they were running a 20-yard slant. Like, that was, you know what? And that, that makes sense for that time, and you're making total sense for this time, Marenzi. Yeah, we got to get our uh, so this uh, is... patented uh Got a patented these. All right, so other people, other people have done it. Um, Other people have done it. Uh, WWE Raw uh, did an hour of announcerless stuff in honor of Jerry Lawler had a heart attack. Yeah. Well, actually, he it was a night he had a heart attack, so it wasn't on honor. He had a heart attack. (laughs) Uh, This is interesting, though, from Bloomberg Business. They said the problem with cutting the fee from the booth means cutting off advertising reach. If you're not hearing an announcer, you're not hearing Joe Buck tell you which beer brand is bringing you the game. Going announcer is akin to skipping commercials. The broadcasters are carriers to deliver the message. 